Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. The Lone Ranger and Toto rode the trail toward Clayton. It was dusk and a storm of great intensity had come up. Seeing a clump of cottonwoods to one side of the trail, they turned in and prepared to pitch camp. Hold on, hold on. Philip. We'll pitch camp here, Toto. We'll have some protection from the storm. Ah, storm. Plenty bad, Kimasabi. I know. We'll build a lean to it. You hear shot? I heard it, too. It seemed to come from out on the trail. We'll go investigate. Easy, big Philip. One, two, three. Come up, come. Wait. There's something on trail. We see it in lightning flash. Oh, oh, oh easy. Look, he must have Man here on trail. Yes, I see him. Yeah, he's still breathing. We'll take him to our camp. Oh. We see horse over there. We go get him. Easy, stuff. 
Get him up, Scout. Luckily, the rain has let up. He's a young fellow. Oh, oh, God, oh, God, oh, that. He brings Father's horse. Good enough. We'll give him first aid here. Then, when we get him settled in our camp, we can fix him properly. Let's get him on his horse, Tonto. Uh-huh. Taking the wounded man to their camp, the Lone Ranger and Tonto worked over him for some time. Dawn was breaking when the young man finally opened his eyes and looked around. Then, as he spoke, he tried to rise. Wait, easy. How did I get here? And that mask. You must be working for Benton. He said you to gun me down. Take it easy, fella. Don't try to get up here. If you think you're going to keep me here... As soon as you're able to ride, you can leave. I have my reasons for wearing this mask. But I'm not working for anyone, and I never heard of Benton. Todd and I heard a shot and found you lying on the trail last night. We brought you here and bound your wound. All right. I'd like you to... believe and trust me, perhaps there's some way we can help you. From what you say, you seem to be in some sort of trouble. I need help, all right. If, if I thought I could really trust you and the Indian... You can. Oh, uh, we don't know your name. I'm Jeff Mason. Well, Jeff, if you care to tell us what this is all about, I... I guess I have nothing to lose one way or the other. So I might as well. Who is Benton. Les Benton owns half of the Clayton mine. I own the other half. I see. Benton also owns a cafe in Clayton. Since he knows more about business than I do, he's been managing the mine while I've been running a small farm I own near town. Go on, Jeff. Well, you see, Les and I both went courting the same girl in town. Sally Jenkins, a schoolteacher. Early last night, Sally promised to marry me. While I was still at her boarding house, Les came over to call on Sally. <laughs> oh, gosh, Sally, it's sure wonderful to think you're going to marry me. The, the farm isn't doing too well right now, but with my share of the Clayton mine, we ought to be able to make out all right. Oh, I'm sure we'll get along all right, Jeff. How's the mine doing? Well, according to Les, there's a lot of expense connected with running it. And so far, I haven't had much from it. But it ought to start paying off big before long. Oh, I wonder who that is. Oh, Les. Les, I'm glad to see you. Come on in. Hi, Sally. Well, looks like I dropped in at the wrong time. No, you came just at the right time, Les. What do you mean by that, Jeff? Well, oh, you let see... me tell him, Jeff. You see, Les, you'll be the first to know that Jeff and I are going to be married. Ma- married? You mean you promised to marry Jeff? Yeah, that's what she said, all right. Well, I was fixing to ask him myself, Sally. I never thought that... Well, that is, I kind of believe that you'd favor me, seeing as how I have a lot more to offer. Why, Les, what a thing to say. I like you a lot, but... Well, Jeff and I love each other. I know you'll understand. Anyway, as Jeff says, when the mine begins to pay off... Oh, so that's it. Jeff has been telling you he'd make a lot of money from the mine. Now, Les, don't be angry. After all, you and Jeff are partners in the Clayton mine. We wouldn't be if I could help it. Anyway, the mine is given out. What? Jeff will be lucky if he doesn't have to sell his farm to help pay off the debt. Now, wait a minute, Les. Seems to me if the mine wasn't doing very well, you'd have told me about it before things got as bad as you say they are. I didn't want to worry you. But since you went behind my back with Sally like you did... That's a lie. You knew I came to see Sally. Anyway, it doesn't make any difference now. We're going to be married, and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. 
something tells me you won't ever get married to Sally. Les, don't talk like that. I have the right to think as I please. So have I. One thing I think is that I ought to know more about how you've been running the mine. Two months ago, we had an offer for that mine, but you talked me out of selling it. Two months ago, things looked different out here. I thought it was really going to pay off. Best thing you can do now is to sign over your half to me. I'll see if I can salvage something from it. And if you don't, just like I said before, you'll most likely have to sell your farm to help pay the debts of the mining company. Jeff, maybe you'd better let him have your share of the mine. No, I won't. I'm going out to mine tonight and look things over. I still think there's something funny about the way things have turned out. Now, look here. If you're hinting that maybe I've cheated and keep. I'm the not books hinting and... anything right now. But I'm going to find out the facts. And for your sake, Les, I hope you've told the truth about everything. I'll go out there tonight, and if I find you've cheated me, you'll be plenty sorry. And uh, you were on your way to the mine when you were ambushed, Jeff? That's right. Hmm. And I think now that Les Benton had someone follow me. Oh, he followed me himself to keep me from finding out something. You see, we have it arranged, so if anything happens to one of us, the other gets the entire mine. I see. Does uh, Benton have an office at the mine, Jeff? Yeah, he does. He goes out there every day for a few hours. Usually gets there about noon and leaves a few hours later to get back to his cafe. What time does work start on the mine? Oh, not until about 7 o'clock in the morning. Huh? Just done. Perhaps if Todd and I rode out there now, we could do a bit of investigating for you before the miners arrive. Ah, we have plenty of time. Jeff be all right here till we get back. Gosh, maybe you can find out what I want to know. We can try. Where's it located? Oh, it's about three miles up the trail. You can't miss it. All right. As soon as we have some breakfast, we'll leave for the mine. Come on, Tonto. Let's get something to eat. After eating breakfast and making Jeff comfortable, the Lone Ranger and Tonto set out along the trail for the Clayton Mine. Meantime, in town, Les Benton was in his office at the cafe, talking to two of his men. Well, what are you both doing here? One of you was supposed to stay and guard the mine. I only took the time to ride in here with Jake. All right, Jake, tell me what happened last night. Did you and Hank make sure Jeff Mason didn't get to the mine? Yeah, we followed him out the trail during the storm. It was just about over when we got a chance to gun him down. Don't worry, he's done for all right. Well, didn't you make sure? Well, we started to... We heard hoofbeats coming, so we left in a hurry. Jeff was lying on the trail. Ah, you fools, maybe he isn't dead. The lightning flashed just when I shot. We saw him fall from his horse. We were close enough so as not to miss. Who was it come along the trail? Yeah, we didn't wait to find out. Yeah, we better go out to the mine right now. Someone found Jeff on the trail last well, night. Well, if they did, they'd have brought him into town. Funny we haven't heard anything about it. They can't connect you with the shooting list. I know that. I made sure I was seen here at the cafe all evening. Just the same, I don't like the way things turned out. We'll ride to the mine before it opens for the day. I want to get the books out of the office just in case. Now, come on, let's get going. A short time later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto drew rain in front of the mine office. You stay here on watch, Tonto. I'm going to the side window of the office and get inside. Uh, me wait. I'll have to watch for the guard. Ah. Now, what do you expect to find, Kimasabi? I'd like to get the books and take them to Jeff Mason. You can look them over at our camp, and he can decide just how Benton's been running things here. 
All right, keep your eyes open, Tonto. I'm going inside now. It was a simple operation for the Lone Ranger to force the lock on the side window. Then, raising the window, he pulled himself over the sill into the office. That didn't take long. Going to the desk, the masked man again used force to open the desk drawers, from which he took what papers he found there. Be something of interest among these papers. The books must be in the safe over there. Mm. Won't be as easy opening the safe. I'll see what I can do. Kneeling before the small safe in the mine office, the Lone Ranger patiently twirled the knob, first one way and then the other, as he placed his ear close to the safe door. For a few minutes, he worked with sensitive fingers. Then, hearing a faint click, he pulled on the safe door handle. Slowly, it swung open. So far, so good. There are the books. Now, close and lock the safe. Guess I've got enough for Jeff to find out what he wants to know. Chimasabi. Yes? Someone coming along trail. You see three horsemen. Uh-oh. Better get out of here quick. Les Benton, with Jake and Hank, had set out along the trail for the mine. Because of the storm the night before, they were not able to see any sign to show just where Jeff had fallen or to show the tracks of those who had taken him away. As the three men neared the entrance to the mine, Jake spoke. Hey, look, Les. See these big couple of horses out front of the mine office. Thunder, there are. White one in the paint. Uh, maybe it's a couple of men come early to work in the mine. Ah, they don't stop at the office. They go right to the main shaft. Let's hurry. Get up there. Get your guns handy. Somebody might be robbing the safe. Whoever it is, I have no business there. So gun them down the minute you see them. Meantime, the Lone Ranger hurriedly climbed through the window, and he and Tonto headed for the horses in front of the building. Look, three men on horses turning in toward the office building. Maybe we'd better put up fight, huh? Oh, I want to get away with these books and papers. Let's go, Tonto. Steady, big fella. Come Silver! Get him up, Scott! curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. As Les Benton and his two henchmen rode toward the mine office, 
The Lone Ranger and Tonto hurriedly mounted and galloped away, carrying the books and papers of the company. Les and the other two followed for a short way, but were soon outdistanced. Then turning around, they returned to the mine office. Oh, 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 oh. steady. Let's see if anything's missing. Sure. Holy mackerel. The lock's on the desk drawer. Is anything missing? Yeah, plenty. All the letters and papers I have in here. I'd better open the safe. Left quite a sum of money in this safe. Ah, left. Mm-hmm. Right. Then... Money gone? Oh, I guess they couldn't get the safe open. Either. Hey, the books, they're gone. What books? The company books, you fool. <laughs> Lucky they didn't see the money box. You can get new books. Oh, shut up. Jeff Mason gets his hands on those papers and books. I'm sunk. You mean you think one of those armies was Jeff Mason? He was shot. I don't, I don't see how... Will he... you get some sense, you fool? Those two hombres must be the ones who found Jeff last night. The fact that they came here means he's still alive, and he got him to come here. What are you going to do? We get back to town and spread the word that the masked man and Indian robbed the mine office. And that Jeff was with him. Yeah, but he wasn't with him. And if he's wounded like we think, how could he... Listen to me, will you? The sheriff and posse can track down those hombres. If Jeff is with him and wounded, we'll say that he must have got one of our bullets as they rode off. Find him wounded will add proof to our story. Now, come on, let's get back to town. After eluding Les and his men, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reached the camp where Jeff was waiting. With Jeff, the masked man went over the books and papers carefully. Jeff, you're right. Les Benton was definitely planning to cheat you out of your share of the mine. One of these letters is a recent offer to buy the mine for a large amount of money. Yeah, and he sure juggled the books to make it look like the mine was operating at a loss. The express receipts for gold shipments that you found in the desk prove that. He didn't enter them in the books at all. You've got the goods on Benton now. The books in these papers are all the proof you need. By this afternoon, you ought to be able to travel. We'll ride to the edge of town with you. Then you and Tonto can take these and put them into the proper hands for quick action against Benton. I'd like to get proof that he was responsible for me being ambushed. Perhaps I will come later, Jeff. Now you better rest up so that you can ride this afternoon. Meantime, Les Benton, with Jake and Hank, pulled rein in front of the sheriff's office. Oh, 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 oh. Come in with me. Right, right. Les. Morning, Mr. Benton. What brings you here? Sheriff, I just came from the mining office. Had to go out there early because of an important business matter. We got there too late to prevent a robbery. You mean somebody robbed your mining office? That's right. Got into the safe and took about 10000 in cash. We got there just as they rode away. Get a look at them? Oh, just from a distance. Enough to see that one of them was a masked hombre and the other an Indian. The third one looked a little like, uh... Well, I hate to say it, but he looked like Jeff Mason. Jeff Mason? Why, he's your partner. Why should he try oh, look, to... Sheriff. Last night I had to talk to Jeff about the mine. To tell him that things were bad out there. Why, well, he even offered to take over his share so as he wouldn't have to be responsible for any of the debts. Got sore. Seemed to think I was out to cheat him. Oh, wait a minute, Mr. Benton. If things were so bad... How come you had 10000 cash out there in the safe? That was my own money, money I made at the cafe. Remember, Sheriff, I have a crew of men working there who have to be paid regularly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I savvy now. 
But I'd sure hate to think Jeff would tie up with a couple of outlaws and pull a dirty trick like that. And I hope I'm mistaken about it being Jeff. But anyway, I want you to get a posse together and hunt him down. I want that cash back. All right, I'll get a posse together right away. If there are anywheres in this vicinity, we'll find them. You can bet on that. A short time later, Sally started from her boarding house. She had decided to have a talk with Les Benton in hopes of getting the truth about the condition of the mine. Sally approached Benton's place and spoke to a man lounging on the porch. Hi, Miss Sally. Oh, hello. Uh, do you happen to know if Mr. Benton is in his office? I'd like to talk to him, but, well, I don't want to go into the cafe to do it. If you could just ask him to come out here to see me for a few well, I'd moments. I'd be I... glad to, ma'am, but I happen to know he left town a little while ago with his sheriff and a posse. With the sheriff and a posse? Has something happened? Well, as I heard it, seems a couple of hombres, along with Jeff Mason, broke into the mine office early this morning and stole $10,000 from the safe. The posse went to hunt him down. You... You say Jeff Mason was with him? That's what I heard from one of Benton's men, ma'am. But... But he can't be. Jeff wouldn't do a thing like that. And I'm sure Mr. Benton can't believe that he but would. But Benton does believe it. He's determined to see that Mason gets what's coming to him. Oh, thank you for telling me. Which way did they go? Well, I reckon they went out the trail toward the mine. Oh, thanks. I'm going to get my horse. I've got to find them. I've got to convince them that they're wrong. Early that afternoon, Jeff felt much better. With the help of the Lone Ranger and Tonto, he mounted his horse in preparation for the trip to town. There you are, Jeff. I think you can manage. Uh, I'm much better now. Thanks to the expert bandaging you and the masked man did for me. I reckon I can make town without much trouble. Good. The sooner we get those papers and books in the proper hands, the better. I've put them in my saddlebags. Ready to leave, Tonto? Uh-huh. I'm ready. Let's get started then, easy big fellow. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Get up. Meantime, the sheriff and the posse, together with Benton, Jake, and Hank, set out to hunt the masked man and Indian. They had gone to the mine and had tried to follow the trail left by the Lone Ranger and Tonto, but they had been careful to cover their tracks while escaping from Benton and his men that morning. Finally, the posse circled around to the main trail near town and then rode the trail toward the hills. Uh, them outlaws was mighty smart to cover the tracks like they did Benton. We'll have to try all over again to find some sign up. Can't be too far away, Sheriff. Especially since I figure Jeff will be seeing Sally. Maybe they skipped out of the territory. Yeah, that's what I figure. Well, we'll hunt for them a little while longer before we give up. Well, I won't be satisfied until I catch up with them. Jeff Mason deserves to be hanged for pulling a trick like that. Yeah, if we do find him, we ought to hang him. I agree with that. First of all, we got to find him. And second, just remember I'm the law around here. And it's up to me to see that there's no lynchings in this territory, Sammy. Now, wait a minute. We can forget about that and we catch up with them. In my opinion, hombres like that are a menace. Quick justice is what they deserve. And the quicker, the better. The posse approached a bend in the trail. And as they started around it, they came face to face with a lone ranger, Toto and Jeff, riding toward town. Hey, look, Sheriff. There they are. Get the drop on them. Quick! Grab your guns, man. We got you covered, so don't go for your guns. Reach the three of you. We didn't intend to draw against you, Sheriff. There's Jeff Mason with him. He's got his arm in a sling. Sure, one of our bullets must have hit him at the mine this morning. That's right. 
He was with those outlaws when they robbed the mine office. We saw him leave with them, and we threw lead after him, Sheriff. That's a lie. That's Les Benton, the partner I told you about. Yeah, I guess as much. So you aim to try to talk your way out of the robbery, huh? No, Sheriff. My Indian friend Toto and I went to the mine office this morning. But Jeff Mason wasn't strong enough to go with us then. He stayed at our camp until we came back. By thunder, you got nerve, all right. Nerve enough to admit you robbed the mine office like Benton says you did. It wasn't robbery. We had permission from Benton's partner, Jeff Mason, to go there and get certain papers and books he wanted. Uh, not to mention the 10000 you took from the safe, huh? Did Benton tell you $10,000 was stolen? Yes, he did. It was, and you took it. And Jeff Mason put you up to it. Now, listen, here Don't you move, are... Mister, or you'll get a bullet. Men, these hombres are dangerous. And Jeff Mason's a double-crossing crook and a liar. I say, let's string them up right now to that big cottonwood. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah, let's stretch your necks. Get a rope. Now, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, Sheriff. Yes, the men want to do it their way. I aim to see that you don't stop. Oh, wait a minute, all of you. Listen to what I have to say. Benton says $10,000 was taken from the mine office safe. Last night, he told Jeff Mason the mine was in debt and had run out. That was my own money I had in that safe. No, it wasn't. Among the papers I took from your desk is a receipt from the express office showing you shipped gold day before yesterday. Another receipt showing you shipped gold often. There's also a letter from the East offering to pay a high price for the mine. That money box was in the safe when we left. That means you still have it. You've cheated Jeff Mason out of thousands of dollars, and you're still trying to. You know that if anything happens to him... You get the entire mine for yourself. Now, wait a minute, men. If what this masked man says is true, it changes everything. He can't prove a thing. Oh, yes, I can. The books show you haven't entered any of those gold shipments from the mine. You're the crook, Benton. And what's more, you're the one who tried to kill Jeff on the trail last night. Ah, I can't let him bluff you, Les. It was too dark out there last night for them to see who shot Shut up, you face. fool. Anyway, we got around the man. Shut, shut up! Sheriff, that man just admitted he was along when Jeff was shot. That's right, he did. Now, wait a minute. Hank and me was just obeying orders. Benton made us go after Jeff because he wanted him out of the way. That's a lie. They shot at Mason. They did it without me knowing about what it. What Jake said is true, Sheriff. Benton made us do it. Well, settle with Jeff right now. No, you don't. No! Keep the other two covered, men. Looks like oh. Benton and Jake and Hank are the crooks and killers around here. Sheriff, Sheriff, I heard about you going to search for Jeff. And the Benton said he stole money from the safe. I don't believe it. Sally, I'm all right. Oh, thank heaven. Sheriff, last night, Les Benton told Jeff he'd have to sell his farm to help pay the debts of the mine. Jeff said he was going out to check the book. So that's why Benton had his men follow and try to kill Jeff, huh? I don't know who this masked man is, but it looks like he's done Jeff and the whole town a good turn. Otto and I will ride on ahead, Sheriff, and leave the papers and books at your office. All right, let's go, Tonto. Adios, Jeff, and good luck. Adios, and thanks for everything. One silver, Jeff, you're hurt. I'm all right now, honey. Thanks to the masked man in India. And they helped me find out that the mine is paying off, too. Yeah, first time in my life I ever let a masked army go riding off like this, Jeff. <laughs> you don't have to worry, Sheriff. I found out who he is. Uh, well, who is he? The Indian told me he's on the side of the law. He's known as the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. (laughs) 